look who's back. Yes, it's us. That's uh, Cody Goff, Brian Noonan. This is Realities May Vary, the show that uh, wasn't here last week for Mm -mm. so many reasons, but we're here then. Nice to see you in front of your new red curtain. Is it new? No, that's the same red curtain. (laughs) It's the same red curtain. I don't know. It's draped. Maybe it's draped differently. It is draped differently, yes. A little drape makes a big difference, as they say in the biz. That's I don't know what biz that's in. Maybe the curtain business? The, the draping business. The draping business. Sure, that makes sense. <clears throat> that yeah. makes sense. Uh, you look tanned and rested. I thought you were going to say you look terrible. Oh, which is No, uh, why would I say that? That's not a way to start a program, me telling you you look terrible. Could be. We all, no, know. No. We all know that's not true. I don't. Uh... Even though you're not one of the world's most beautiful people. Yes, oh, I'm dra- dragging that back up from 20 years ago. Speaking of the world's most thing i have has have you watched i have not watched a second of the wind olympics uh i've watched a few seconds of it okay. i watched a little bobsled two-man bobsled last night uh almost watched one of the u.s sleds uh crash i watched a tiny bit of the biathlon which is the cross-country skiing and shooting event so i watched some of that uh not much haven't seen any ice skating uh haven't really haven't paid too much attention to it i'm surprised they're still on i don't Mm -hmm. remember how i don't know how long the olympics go but uh no i've watched like if i'm sitting down waiting to watch something else or waiting for debbie to come in to watch something i'll pop them on uh and i do like the bobsled just because i think it'd be fun to ride in a bobsled until you try to go around one of those curves and then you flip it and you end up getting your body sliced in half by the razor sharp runners. And mm. uh, as you go careening down, oh, I saw a little snowboard too. I saw Chloe Kim do a little snowboard action. This all, this all sounds fun. And I don't know why. I, well, I mean, I was out of the country for part of it, but yes, I just, I guess since I missed the start of it, I just kind of didn't ever. Well, uh, you're trying to, you're protesting the genocide, uh, the genocide games, aren't you? Which genocide games? That's what some people are calling this. I guess uh, there's some Chinese genocide, and so people are not happy with the Chinese, as they rarely are. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Then there's a lot of complaints about the food from Olympic athletes, the way the the athletes who are coming down with COVID are being treated. And so there's, you know, what do you expect? You're in China. It's Things aren't going to be good. There's yeah, always so. something to complain <laughs> about. Oh, yeah, a little, getting... little bit of genocide. Oh, I can't handle that. Ooh, Come on. Ooh, yeah. Grow hey, a pair. We got some games to play. I found it very interesting that I think it was yesterday or the day before it was snowing so hard that they had to cancel the skiing events. <laughs> they, were, they were supposed to be practicing for one of the ski events, but it was snowing too hard. I was like, hmm, I, listen, I don't know a lot about competitive skiing, but mm. I know what happens on the snow. Um. Uh, so I didn't quite understand it. On but didn't not in. On but not in. I mean, uh, hockey. Well, that's true. Hockey split on ice, but it's not played under ice. That's not a good comparison at all. No, it's not. No, because I watched a hockey game in the snow, outdoor game in the snow. Interesting. Yes. I've also skied in the snow back when I was a youngster. All right. Did, I, did you know that I used to go skiing every Sunday with my dad? No. Yes. My dad, I guess, skied before he got married. On their honeymoon, they went somewhere skiing, uh, my parents. And then when I was a kid, 
I had my own skis with my name engraved in them. And we would go, this was back in the day of lace up ski boots. This is how old I am, Cody. My ski boots were lace up. Wow. And so were my dad's. Um, and we but would go. What are every, they now? They're somewhere in my mom's garage. No, 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 no. What, how are they secured today? Now it's crazy high-tech latches. I've never been skiing. Oh, they're, they, you know, the thing where they clip and they, yeah, they're, they don't move. They're very high tech now. Right. Uh, back before it was very alpine. They're just, you just tie them up as tight as you could. Pray that yeah. your ankles didn't just snap off. It was I crazy. I can't believe you, uh, you are a skiing connoisseur and you never even brought it up. This was when I was, I think the last time I went skiing was when I was in high school. All right. So my dad and I would go every Sunday to Valparaiso. They had this little ski re ski resort, ski area called the Pines. And we would go every Sunday and he would drop me off at like ski school or I'd be on the bunny slopes and he'd go sushing down the big hills. And uh, then we'd get hot chocolate and we'd drive home. And that was That's it. Awesome. And Debbie, Debbie was a competitive skier in high school. She was on the ski team. What? Yeah, Debbie used to till she blew it. She wrecked her knee on a slalom course. She was a racer. Wow! All I remember from second grade through fourth grade, probably, is any time someone walked into class and said, "Oh, I just came back from a ski trip," they were in a cast without yeah. fail. Without <laughs> fail, like that's my only association with skiing. Is like, oh, the first time you go skiing, you necessarily have to break something. I'm no, not even I, exaggerating. I never broke anything. Um, we would go, you know, because we would go like on the bunny hill and take a little class. And then you go and you learn how to snow plow and shoosh around. Gee, gee, gee. And um, now one of my brothers, he goes skiing all the time and he goes skiing. He takes my nieces. They're little. They learned how to ski. Now it's a rich man's game going skiing. Yeah. Back then, you know, you, you could just you could be a jobber and go skiing. You know, just head up to Alpine Valley up in Wisconsin. That's where you'd go with your high school friends. You go skiing for the day, come home with all the, uh, it was always fun to watch in wintertime back when the, uh, the passes for the ski places, they'd hang them on your zipper, on your coat. They'd put like a little metal hook through and then the paper, the sticker. So you'd see all these people with all these, uh, day passes hanging from their zipper. They were really cool. I was never that cool. When you said the kids would go up and ski, you used air quotes. Well, if you're in high school, you'd go up under the guise of skiing. Maybe you'd ski a little. Maybe you'd make out a lot. Oh, uh, not me. I'd ski a little. Then I'd sit, right. in the, sit in the lodge <laughs> and wish I was making out some <laughs> opera ski, some opera ski activities, but I was never doing it. Hello to everybody who's joining us. We are glad you're here. Um, so, yeah, that was... How do we get on? Oh, because of the, the Winter yeah. Olympics. Well, so you still have some time. Sure. It was certainly one way to get frisky. <laughs> what? I don't know. I, I don't uh, know. Yes. Sorry. I don't know how I they're tied in at all. So I you revealed your intro with uh, with my lack of watching any of the Winter Olympics. But did I miss all the figure skating, though? That's all I really want to watch. I, I have not seen a moment of figure skating. I'm not keeping up on the Olympics. I just huh. know they're they're on NBC nonstop, so they were 
they were even during the Super Bowl, they were like, hey, because I think I don't know if the ratings are down or hey, don't forget, you know, after the Super Bowl, which everybody in the world is watching, we're gonna have the Olympics on too. You could hang around, maybe you could watch uh, somebody spin on something or swoosh down something, or there'd be ice, or you know, maybe uh, I don't know, maybe a Jamaican will try to go down a slide. So they were really pushing it. Yeah. I did happen to see the Jamaican bobsled team the other night, though. Uh, the two man, the two man Jamaican bobsled team. Excellent. Yes. Fantastic. Excellent. Do yeah. You watch, um, do you watch any of the events and think that maybe you could do it? Yeah. Skeet shooting. Oh, because yeah. you use a gun, right? Like for but skeet you gotta shooting. Have, yeah. But you got to have steady hands and I don't have steady hands. Well, you got to so be a I good shot. Yeah. Well, but I could, I don't know. I've never shot a gun. Maybe I'm a really good shot. I'm probably a good shot, but. I found out uh, after shooting, I'm a pretty good shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I could be lethal. Yeah. If I was packing. If I was right. walking down the street strapped, I'd be ready to go. I mean, like, I've mostly entertained the thought of doing something, like trying to become good at some Olympic sport. Because there's people in their 40s even that compete in some Curling. Curling looks like a sport sure. that we could master. Sure, sure. The only look, the goal in my life would be to get in the Olympic Village, which is all I, all I care about. Uh, every Olympics, uh, all of my thinking of the Olympics is just superseded and dominated by thoughts of how all these athletes are basically in this weird sex utopia. Yes. Where the hottest people on the planet are all having sex with all the other hottest people on the planet. I don't know if it's as much for the winter games. I would guess, yeah. Oh, it would have to be. I think it would be more because you want to get warm. You want to mm. snuggle up. Mm. In the summer, I, everybody's uh, hot. Well, and, you know, I'm not saying it's because they wouldn't be as fit as the summer athletes, but like the summer games is, I I guess it feels bigger. So you've got more of like a pool of, you've got, there's probably 5,000, I'm throwing out random numbers, 5,000 people all you know, itching to just get it on, right? Like, it's, I don't know if the Winter Olympics compares in scale, but. Probably not, but, yeah. you know, and the Summer Olympics, you got the beach volley volleyball people and the regular volleyball people and the gymnasts. You got it all. With their splits. You got it all. Working your pommel horse. Most of them are, all, all the gymnasts are underage, I think. I don't know that they're allowed to go into. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not talking about our gymnasts. <laughs> I'm talking about like a Ukrainian gymnast who's 40. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, like a, yeah, mil know, a MILF gymnast. That's I what I'm just, looking for. I'm too into uh, that uh, thought experiment to focus. Well, it's on... because every four years they tell us how many free condoms they're giving out at the, at the Olympic Village. It's every news story. is like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to be giving out a bazillion condoms. I'm not the only one thinking about this. No. And everybody goes, well, gee, why else would you be giving out a bazillion condoms? Yeah. But then you, you know, what's weird for all the, for all the alleged uh, hanky panky going on in the Olympic village, we never every four years and nine months have a huge outbreak of Olympian babies. <laughs> it's not, it's not like after a blackout or after a blizzard where you go, Oh, nine months after the blizzard, uh, there was a big, birth surge we're not getting olympian birth surges it's because they're giving away so many free condoms brian you think that you think all the olympians are uh 
participating in safe sex? Somebody is doing something uh, in the chat. Marta said, I'm sure your wives are enjoying this conversation. I talk to my wife about this very thing every oh, yeah. time the Olympics no, comes. No, it, it is no surprise that we're, every time. you know, no, we she knows things on exactly, our mind. exactly where my head is at. No, we're men. We, we think about that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, also, also, I'm, I'm just thinking there should be more of a, an outbreak because like the winter Olympians, they're all bundled up anyway. So you'd think when they finally get stripped down, they don't want to put another layer on. They're just like, forget it. And they're dangerous. You've seen these the ski jump people. You think they worry about what the hell? They're not careful. They're not, they're not, they don't care. They're you're flying off a mountain yeah. on two sticks. And they're like, hey, you think I'm going to worry about, uh, you know, sex? Yeah. <laughs> it's the least of my worries. I don't know, man. Uh, either way, uh, I'm not participating in either that or watching them do anything. So, frankly, right. uh, I, sorry, I hijacked the, your intro. You're like, no. hey, welcome to the show. I'm like, yeah, about those things I'm not watching. How about that? Yeah, listen, you, you, were, you were hot. You had some hot takes. You're coming in hot. That's fine. I roll yeah. with it. I had a little uh, info. I got some uh, thoughts. If speaking of hot, if anything breaks, it's because I'm on a brand a new computer setup. I don't want to call it a brand new because it's not a I don't think it's a brand new computer. I don't know. A friend sent me a computer oh. to do work stuff because I'm helping him with some stuff. Okay. And I'm using that computer and we're gonna see how it goes. Well, so far you look good and you sound good. Thank you. Same You're welcome. Same, same audio, it's webcam, same general setup, right? But like Everything's plugged into a different device. So. All right. Well, so far it's holding up. We'll yeah. we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. So, when did you get back in the country? I don't know. Wednesday ish. Last right. week. I, I need to know all about this because you've traveled. You traveled. You traveled out of the out of the United States of America. You left your bubble. Mm -hmm. You were uh, out in God knows where doing God knows what. Where mm -hmm. were you? Where did you go? I did see a picture of you in some brightly colored trunks. So I have brightly colored trunks. Your wife posted a picture of you and some other people in a tropical locale, and you were wearing brightly colored trunks. That might have been. I have some brightly colored trunks. Yeah. Um. We. My. Uh. My spouse was teaching a co-leading a yoga retreat in nice. Porto Porto Morello. It's about twenty miles or twenty minutes south of Cancun. Ooh. Um, wow. So get in the Cancun airport, hop on a little thing, about twenty minutes south. Uh, tiny little kind of like fishing village, uh, getting built up a little bit, uh, but really not a lot. I mean, there's like a little stretch of their kind of downtown with a handful of bars. It's like a couple blocks long, maybe like 15 bars to choose from tops. And yeah, uh, yeah quiet community around that. What do you see? I'm looking at Puerto Morelos. Yeah. It is a quiet, uh, yeah, Mexican port town on the Caribbean. That's what I was looking at. It yeah. looks lovely. Yeah, there can't be more than a few thousand people there. I wouldn't imagine. So population nine thousand one hundred and eighty-eight. Boom. But that was yeah. back in twenty ten. Yeah, still, that's a while ago. Still, still very tiny. In like you know, away. So I've never been to Cancun or the Cancun area. Have you? Cancun. Uh, no, I've never been to Cancun. I. I don't think so. Yeah. I was somewhere in Mexico. I can't remember a couple places, but I, I don't think it was You're Cancun. I was no. Well, I was in Metamoros. Um, did I ever go to great TJ? Kafka story? Kafka wrote a lot about that. About Metamoros? Oh, oh, that's Metamorphosis. Yeah, sorry. I see what you're doing. Yeah. All right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you caught me. No, I I did some border towns when I was working in El Paso. 
I would go across to Metamoros. Then they set some embargoes because it got very, very dangerous in Metamoros for people. They were killing a lot of women there, and then they were killing a lot of guys there. They were killing a lot of everybody there. Yeah, that's not good. Um, no. Well, I uh, went there. So, so you're was, imported port of port of prince or wherever yeah, you were. So I'm doing port. So she was leading the. She was doing the retreat for like it was like Sunday through Saturday, right? So I flew in. I got in. I don't know, like Thursday afternoonish sometime. And you know, so I kind of like grabbed dinner with them and then kind of hung out like in the background. Like the retreat was basically like they'd all do yoga. I mean, you should see her itinerary. I'm just like this is the job everyone mm -hmm. should have. It was literally like do like yoga on the beach at 7 a.m. and then right. like hang out for six hours or do a day trip to like uh like an underground cave or something like that and then do yoga at the afternoon and then eat and all the food there was like really good it was all fresh it was vegetarian oh. it was all fresh fruit and like fresh smoothies and uh like really good there was avocado toast very just you know it was great. Wow, uh, very authentic Mexican cuisine, yeah, it sounds dude, like. <laughs> super, just super healthy, super chill. The people were awesome. They were all really nice. It was super nice. But no so, meat? Uh, what's that? No meat? Not at the not at the, not at at the the house, but you could go eat any. You didn't have to have say. breakfast and lunch and dinner at the house. It was just provided, but you could right. go anywhere. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I did yoga with her the last day just because I could. And then Saturday, we took a day trip to somewhere some place <laughs> somewhere gotten the ocean or something we i don't know we took a day trip to see some old mayan ruins which was very cool yeah. not chichen itza that was our original itinerary i really wanted to go to chichen itza because it's like one of the wonders of the world uh, oh, we went okay. to a slightly closer ruins mayan ruins south instead of going because if you go inland like two hours from cancun if you just go straight west you get to yeah. chichen itza oh okay um, which is one of the seven wonders of the world, right? So, okay, like that would have been cool, but no, we went to a different ruin that was like very slightly less far south. We went past Tulum, which some people might be familiar with. I am familiar. Yeah, so we drove past Tulum, did that, checked out the ruins. It was really cool, got in some water, got out of some water, drove back up, and then took a ferry over to Isla Mujeres, or the Island of Women. Oh, really? Actual literal translation. Because uh, back in the Mayan times, the Spanish noticed that uh, women would just take boats to and from the island to pray to their gods and do like sacrifices or whatever, do the rituals and okay. all that stuff. So it's where the women like would worship, basically. Yeah. Uh, so it was an island of women. So we went there and we stayed there for a few days and mostly just sat around uh, drinking and being in the sun. So you were on the island of women for a couple days? Yeah. Was it filled with women? Or was it a misnomer? Um, was it filled with women? No, not really. All right. Hmm. It, what about the woman from Ipanema? Did you see her? She was, um, I believe she was in Ipanema. All right. I'm not familiar with the region. I believe that's in Hawaii, isn't it? No. Ipanema <laughs> is not in Hawaii. It's not literally... Even always close to hawaii Ipanema was in hawaii no, where Ipanema, is Ipanema? i believe is uh in spain Ipanema is uh south it's zone of rio, rio de, de janeiro, de janeiro. wow so I, was, I was close neither of us were in the right hemisphere no no it was horrific yeah that was, that was bad that was rough 
Horrible. Isn't Ipanema in Brazil? Yes. Thank you. Are we going to call this, is this episode going to be titled The Podcast from Ipanema? Yes. Long and tan. Uh, They probably had a ton of avocados available since the U.S. put a halt on Mexican avocados. Yes. You're you're lucky you got all your avocado toast down in Mexico, Cody. Not going to be able to get it here. Not, no, actually, someone was telling us there was some crazy avocado price surge down there. And maybe really? that's because there's a halt of Mexican avocados coming up. So maybe. that means that down there, they're super expensive. They were like, it was like two bucks an avocado or something or more. Really? At one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, you just walk out somewhere and pick them right off the trees? Dude, no. Word on the street was like, if you want to get avocados anywhere, like go for it. Because like they are pricey right now really that was the word on the street Mm -hmm. a lot of talk a lot of avocado talk on the street when you'd go up to people you'd say hola donde esta avocados and they go oh man glad you brought this up on the street because we got Mm -hmm. things to say you noticed my spanish ran out very quickly it did it did but uh you know uh, you you joke but many avocados are a hot topic uh i think it's you know avocados are something that i think brings us all together and when searching for a conversation topic, especially abroad, where you may not have things in common, like, for sure. example, I might say, uh, hola, hola. Uh, soy americano, which means I am americano. I don't think that's correct, but I'll say that. All right. And they probably, uh, if they're most people around the world, are they either hate disgusted you. or, yeah, just disgusted yeah, generally just, yeah. or angry. Uh, or want me to die. So like that's kind of where it stops. But if I come why, up and I let say, me ask you this. Why yeah, you why would you have even thought to start with uh, that you were an American? Hi, I'm never, an American. People no, go, well, I, who cares? If asked, I'd say I'm Canadian, I would say. Oh. oh yeah. 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 That's not what they say. That's not Oi. what they say. A, a. A? Yeah, Canadian there, eh? I hit I hit have a Labats blue. I had two of the syllables. Have you been playing Wordle? I wanted to talk about Wordle. Oh, uh, I'm not as crazy about Wordle as you are. I have played it uh, four times. Wait. Each time, each time I got it on the third line. Nice. Boop, boop, boop. You know, I have a nice vocabulary. I don't use it often, but I have it. So, yes, but I am not, I can't, I can't give over to getting addicted to Wordle. I don't have, because I almost want to quit while I'm ahead. You know, I'm four for four on three. That's pretty good. Now, could I could I keep going? Sure, I could, but why? Hmm. So I I don't think about it often. But let me ask you this: uh, I played it on my uh, desktop. You know, I went to the website, so I can't. Uh, I, not that I would, but I can't post my boastful Wordle tweet or Wordle Facebook post like everybody else on the planet who plays Wordle. Why not? I don't know. Well, one, I don't want to. Two, I don't see. Uh, I don't see a way from the desktop to post it. Really? Like to share it. And I'm not signing that. in for anything. I'm not, I'm not getting all involved. I didn't know that. Uh, all, Do you Wordle? I, I, I'm not addicted. Like I, I tweeted about that. You saw this. You always see uh, everybody's tweets, tweets all the time. You always see my tweets. I know you saw this. Uh, every time I get on Twitter, the number one takeaway from going on twitter is oh right i forgot wordle exists maybe i'll play it today that's you know what that's when i play wordle when mm -hmm. i see somebody tweet about it and i'm 
not like in the morning because I'm going to school, but if I'm home in the afternoon or evening and I'm on the computer, I see it's a wordle. All right, let me go in and see what I can do. And I go in and I go, ha ha, scored again. And then I'm done. I don't do a second wordle. I don't uh, think about it the next day. And that's just it. So how often do you play? Once you, um, I've played pretty much every day for the last week or so, but I don't remember. Like, I don't keep track. And then when the little score box things comes up, I just close it. Cause like, right. I have played on my phone. If I, if you play, if you like click on the link on your, there's like two different ways to access it on your phone. And I think it keeps track of your win loss record differently. I have okay. four different computers in my apartment, in my house, in my apartment. In my house, that I use regularly. Like, and so if I'm on a random one, I'll just like do it there. So, like, my scores are all over the place. I've done it on my, iPod. <laughs> I have an iPod Touch. I could do it on there. And then the, because it, it doesn't know, like, you don't log in, right? It's just like you're on this device. Right. Whoever is on this device has this record, right? So, like, it's not consistent. I don't, I don't know what mine is. Mine is like a couple, I think a couple, I think I got a one, a two one time. I think I got on the second try once. Really? Nice. I might be making that up. But a few threes, you know, mostly threes, couple fours, couple fives. Does it go to six? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun, though. It's, it's, I I think it's Now, what happens if you don't get it on five? Does something, do you get shocked? Does it uh, send ransomware to your computer? What happens? I've never not gotten it. Well, you're, uh, you're smart. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people who haven't gotten it. Have you now? Did you play it before the New York Times bought it? I was listening to some program, and they were complaining that now that the New York Times took it over, it's tougher, and they're repeating words or they're using different words on the same day. I don't know what's going on. Weird. No, I I did do it a few times. I caught on like a week before New York Times announced they were buying it. Yeah. Um. And whatever but it's fun go to world.uk or some garbage i don't know just look for wordle on the internet yeah just it's google fun, wordle. wordle fun little puzzle game you can only play once a day because there's only one wordle a day so it's perfect it takes you like two minutes and i heard somebody complain that's what one of the complaints this woman on the radio was saying that she and her husband played on the same day they had different wordles what's wrong with that well i thought it was supposed to be one wordle a day hmm so we'd all have the same wordle. Is this just another words with friends or another computer goofy thing that in about three weeks is going to blaze out and nobody's going to remember what wordle is? I don't know. I mean, I'll do it as long as it's interesting. Yeah, I have no outrage against it. I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm contriving some sort of anger or outrage. Mm-hmm. It's just another one of those things that I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't really have time to sketch out a chunk of my life for it, but if it's there and I feel like doing it i'll try it the first time i had never done anything i hadn't learned anything about it so i was like tom says he keeps forgetting that you can use a letter twice Mm. and it took me my first one like the second line i was like oh i can use these letters oh okay now i can all right yeah so now we can rock it so it's kind of like the winter olympics yeah i catch it when i can uh pops in and out of my consciousness uh i'm aware of it no, no feeling one way or another. I'm okay. Right, with I like th- this is a good theme running through. Uh, yeah. things we feel mediocre about. Apathy. Uh, did Apathy you watch, is the best medicine. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I mean, the big game. No, we could say the Super Bowl because we're not uh, making money off it. I, uh, I of initially, for, 
I initially forgot that it was. Well, no, you are the, the zeitgeist, Brian. No. Last last Friday at school, one of the teachers said, "Hey, you watching the Super Bowl on Sunday?" And I went, "Oh yeah, the Super Bowl's on Sunday." Uh, I knew who was in it. I knew it was the Cincinnati Bengals, or are you an illiterate slob that says Bengals? Uh, and the Los Angeles Rams, and I knew about the Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow storyline for the quarterbacks. Uh, I knew it all. I knew it was at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, where I'm trying to figure out where that is, uh, having lived in Los Angeles. I, then they, then they, I read that it's in Inglewood, which is where the Fabulous Forum used to be. So hmm. I'm guessing they tore down the Forum and built this SoFi Stadium. And I know there's a, you know, the whole roof can be a TV screen. I knew it was going to be hot out there. So I knew a lot about the Super Bowl. Then I was busy. And Sunday, Debbie said, can we record the Super Bowl? And I was like, why? She goes, well, not for the game. I just want to record the commercials. And I said, you know, you can just go online and Google Super Bowl 22 commercials and you can watch them all. No, I'll just, I want to just record the Super Bowl. See, whatever. Sunday, I was making uh, gumbo. I was trying another gumbo recipe, trying to find the right, trying to perfect my gumbo. Didn't go well, but that's another story. So it, I turned on, she said, oh, are we gonna, can you record that for me? And I turned it on just as things were, you know, just as the pregame was in, and we watched the first half all the way through the halftime show and then jumped back and forth for the second half. It was a, oh, an exciting ending. I'm guessing I know you watched it because you were tweeting about it and I couldn't believe it. I was like, Cody's tweeting about sports. The world has come to an end. You didn't watch? You missed my initial tweet. I must have. That said, I am going to live tweet today's game, even though I'm not going to watch it. And I'm going to see how many <laughs> likes I get. Uh, now, to be fair, a couple of my tweets were a little on the nose because two of my friends... <laughs> Two of my friends and I have like a mostly pro wrestling, but also generally sports, but mostly pro wrestling text thread. Okay. And uh, they were texting a lot about the Super Bowl. So like at one point, I don't know, somebody got uh, like there was a turnover or something. So I threw out something that vaguely referenced a turnover. So like kind of a little cheating. But uh, and then like everybody started talking about how many crypto commercials there were. Lots so I think of I threw out like a, a crypto thing, but I was reading people's tweets. No, I didn't watch a second of it. I was what was I doing? Really nothing of import. I was kind of wasting my time, actually, most of Sunday. Sunday was kind of a I don't know. I'm in a weird week this week. This is a strange week, a uh, couple Why? weeks for me. It's been a couple strange couple weeks. I'm in like a I'm in like a non uh Time has no meaning at this moment to me, but let's Man, finish the Super Bowl. That's crazy. We'll get into well, no, that. I, there's a lot of stuff going on. We still haven't finished your Mexico trip conversation. Oh man! But yeah. all right. Suffice it to say, uh, I watched enough. Uh, Debbie, at by the time the halftime show was over, was like, I haven't seen any good commercials, and I only really. Liked, yeah, she didn't like. She didn't care for them. I liked the Larry David one, which was a crypto one. That was kind of funny. Um, I like the keeping up with the Joneses where I can't believe Tommy Lee Jones was in a truck commercial. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Leslie Jones. And who was the other Jones? Paula Jones. No. Uh, James Earl Jones. No. Uh, I don't know. But then one of the Jonas brothers pulls up and Tommy Lee Jones gives him, you know, pretends he doesn't know who it is. Cause it's, uh, the Jonas brother goes, no, it's keeping up with the Jonases now. 
And Tommy Lee Jones gives him a look like he wants to punch him in the face <laughs> and then just goes, keep up with this. And the three Joneses take off. Uh, oh, Mike's correct. Mike uh, said the SoFi Stadium is right across the street from the forum. Mm. So I know exactly where that is. Um, so, yeah. So you didn't see the halftime show with all the hippity hoppity? No, but I heard it was tailored to my generation, which apparently also means my generation is officially old. Well, your generation is getting old. I don't know who it was tailored to. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Really? Yes. I listen. I uh, I love Eminem. Nobody, no, nobody who knows me well would doubt that statement. I especially like Lose Yourself because I went and I've seen Eight Mile probably, and this is not exaggeration. Probably 10 times. Really? Yes. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. The first time I saw 8 Mile, I was on the road and I almost got in a fight with two teenagers because it was the middle of the day and there were only five people in the theater and they wouldn't shut up. So I stood up and told them to shut up. And then they they did. And then I, <laughs> I watched 8 Mile in the theater and I've watched any time I see it on cable, I will watch it. What? <laughs> I just, I don't know, mom's spaghetti, you know, Wow. I love the, I love the, the final rap battle at the end. I love his stupid friends. I've never seen it. Oh my God. All right. That's it. We're having a watch party. Okay. We're going to watch. We're going <laughs> to, we are going to watch eight mile. All right. Is my son invited? Is little baby golf going to. Yeah. He needs to get to put a knit hat on him and a hoodie and mm -hmm. he needs to get going right away. He needs to start jotting. Need to start jotting those lyrics, spitting fire, getting rhymes. But um, Dr. Dre, Snoop D O Double G, uh, uh, Mary J. Blige. The weirdest part was Fifty Cent hanging upside down, which was you know it's your birthday that uh, that song. Well, I guess in the video he hang hung upside down back in the day. Uh, now he was hanging upside down again. Looked like the blood had rushed to Fifty's head. He wow. was, he had been hanging for a little while. Uh, Kendrick Lamar was there. There was a lot of crip dancing. There were low riders bouncing up and down. There were giant sized cheerleaders dancing in a room with Snoop. It was crazy. I heard it was very inappropriate for who old white people, Charles Kirk, Charles Kirk. Who's Charles Kirk, Charles Kirk, some media personality. I don't know who that is. He, he tweeted. And I don't something. care to hear him. About how inappropriate it was. Why? Because, uh, you know, the, I, I was following it. I, I, I decided I would look at Twitter during the halftime show to see the insanity. Oh, yeah. He was, said it was sexual anarchy. What? Uh, there was nothing. Conservative what? activist Charles Kirk. All right. Well, listen, the first two adjectives you used to describe him said I would have. All you all you would have had to say is conservative activist. I he didn't like it. <laughs> There's no chance he liked it. Wow, 1.7 million followers. How do you get that many followers from being a, such a square? Because you're a lunatic, and there's a lot kidding. of lunatics in the world. I was just joking. It's Charlie Kirk. Oh, oh, well, see. All right, now. That's hilarious that you didn't pick up on that immediately. I actually don't know who that is. I'm not going to lie, but I know I the no name idea. Charlie Kirk. And I, I don't. I know, know Cap I know Captain Kirk and Kirk Cameron. Mm. You know, that's it. What about Kurt, Kirk Russell? Kirk Douglas. Mm. Kurt Russell. Ah, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. 
Uh, I, I yeah, like, no, I heard, were, Kirk's. I heard they were uh they were gonna have a whole dollar at the Super Bowl, but since they had two quarterbacks, he got fifty cents. I'm just leaving that right there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think you got too much sun that over was pretty, the last few weeks. That was awesome. that that well, that was something. I'll mm -hmm. give you that. That was definitely something. Uh thank you, Sally. Thank you. I'll be no, I think night. Sandy loved the halftime show, not that joke. Oh. <laughs> I don't think don't give yourself that much credit. Oh, we'll see. Would, it was I'll give you this. It was clever. Thank you. But clever doesn't always translate to funny. No. But it was clever. It was clever as hell. I, I'm not going to. I mean, there was so much buzz around the big game and the commercials this year that I kind of regretted not watching, especially with all the crypto commercials. You oh, love, so love, many. oh, so much crypto. Everybody I'm going to watch next crypto. year. You know, I think I'm going to watch next year. Uh, because the last, look, there were uh, six years probably in a row where I was producing a radio show with you on yeah, Sundays. During we the were Super Bowl. always on during the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I didn't, I, always. dude, I've, I've watched maybe two Super Bowls in the last 10 years. Maybe. Is it because your beloved Green Bay Packers were not in it? I, again, <laughs> as a guy that doesn't watch football anymore, I don't, I don't care. Like, I guess they'd be my team if I went back. Right. So that's cool. But, Your boy Aaron Rodgers was voted uh, league MVP again. I know. I for know. For all his crazy, nonsensical uh, jibber jabber, he's still MVP. It's almost like people's weird political opinions don't have to do with their athleticism. Well, you could you could argue that, couldn't you? I would call say me old right. school. I will call you old school. So, and that was all. That was all that the halftime show was. It was old school. The only so. I'm seeing, you know, a lot of people of color going, this is the greatest halftime show, blah, blah, blah. And it was, I'm like, this is a great halftime show. I tweeted that uh, I loved it. But then, and, you know, then there's other people, this is awful. We hate it. Da, da, da. Then I saw a couple people tweet that they, it, it was almost like they were looking for a problem because they were angry that Eminem got like a big entrance. And you didn't see it. So, you know, but it started with Dre and Snoop and then Mary J and then, you know, Fiddy gets dropped down upside down. And then boom, 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 the, the opening notes of lose yourself come on and Eminem like blast through a wall and then did a really bad lip sync job <laughs> to be honest with you, but it did matter because the song is phenomenal. Then he took a knee. Um, did he? Yeah. But uh, and they tried to make it. They tried to sell it at first, like right after the Super Bowl, that the NFL had told them not to take a knee. Then the NFL was like, "We never told them not to take a knee." And then they came out and went, "No, nobody told us not to take a knee." <laughs> but people were mad. There were some people going, "See, the NFL is still racist because Eminem got a a bigger entrance." And I'm like, "But he what? It wasn't like he closed it out or opened it up. Dre was." It was all about Dre at the beginning, and then you know, Dre closed it out. Snoop was on a lot. Snoop and Dre were on the most, as they should have been. I don't know, but that was it was fantastic. I couldn't I mean, believe it. Let's let's just be clear here: the NFL is still super 
racist. Yes. But the NFL is not. And here's the parentheses, the clause, right? right? Here we go. The mathematics. The NFL is not racist because of the halftime show. Like that's not, that's not why they're, they're racist because of horrible things they do regularly that are racist. That's what matters. Yes. Not Eminem's entrance in the halftime well, let me, show. Let me throw that's, this in there too. Dr. Dre produced the halftime show. Okay. There you go. So yeah, let's, just, no. let's just lay that out let's there and go, just, uh, you're, you're, I understand there's problems, but you can't just manufacture problems to further your right. arguments. There are huge problems. Huge. But that are more serious. I got 99 problems and Eminem ain't one. Like also the harm done by those problems, right? Like the harm done by giving Eminem a big entrance in a halftime show is non-existent. No one is hurt from that. Well, no little boy is watching the no. show being like, oh, look, that man is white and had an entrance. You know, like that. There's no takeaway. That's the not bigger, a thing. The bigger pop, the bigger surprise was 50 Cent because he was not like everybody knew Eminem was going to be on, and everybody who knows anything about that knew that he was going to do Lose Yourself because what else is he going to do? Right. He's not going to do Slim Shady. Uh, guess who's back? <laughs> 59, doo -doo -doo, two bad <laughs> hips, doo -doo -doo -doo, still do fine. Yes, I'm back. Yes, I'm back. Wow, I am. I'm slinging rhymes, Cody. Back mm -hmm. off. But 50 Cent was the big surprise. He got a huge response when he swung down like a, a vampire bat upside down. People went crazy. So, I don't well, know. I'm glad he enjoyed it. it sounds I like loved it. it. Let's go back to Mexico. So, you're doing yoga. You're going to the island of women. Uh, how was traveling? How was international travel during the pandemic? Surprisingly pleasant. Um, did we have the test before we went down there? I don't think we did. No, we did. She did for the yoga stuff, but I did not. Uh, I didn't have to show my vaccine card to anybody at any point ever, anywhere. Really? Yeah. I just uh, I just had my passport. I hopped on the plane, went four hours, got off at the airport. That was cool. I mean, you know, they ask you, they're like, do you have COVID? And then you're like, no, because you don't. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we hung out. <laughs> or yeah. you do and you lie. Right. Um, you had to have a negative COVID test within 24 hours of coming back to the U.S. I will Ooh. say that was kind of funny because uh, think about it. If So, like, all right, so we went to, like, a spot at the little port where you would uh, take the boat back to the uh, Cancun mainland to go to the airport, right? So we're okay. we're about to get on this ferry, and there's, like, a little uh, uh, station there with a couple Mexican doctors, and they're like, yeah, we'll give you a COVID test and stuff like that. All right, well. Just out of the back of a truck, or was it a clinic? Yeah, it is a clinic. Pharmacia. So, so, you know, they, they shove the thing up your nose or whatever, and then they, you know, they wait for the result and stuff, and that's fine or whatever. But uh, the, the kind of, like, the the joke at the uh among some of the people down there that we talked to was kind of like how hard do you think they're really swabbing like, <laughs> think about it they don't want us there right who like who really who, who like what is their incentive exactly like they're not really heavily incentivized to be like oh we got this positive covid test person now we get to yeah we got to deal with them Right? We're going to deal with a crazy American with COVID. So like, He's I, probably going to go full Karen on us. So the whole thing, I mean, the whole, the whole thing is objectively silly, right? Like it, right. it's fine. 
Now, I will say, I did see the Excel spreadsheet they were like punching in people on, and like every like 15 or 20th, there was a positive case, apparently. So according to what I saw in the spreadsheet, some people were testing positive. Maybe it was just a plant. Who knows? But I got that. We both got negative tests. And then all we had to do is present present weather passport. I will say the TSA coming back was the. I don't want to say the nicest, the least rude and horrific they've ever been coming back in the country. Because four times I've traveled back into the country. The worst part of any international trip I've Mm -hmm. taken last four trips at least has been us like customs slash TSA officials. They're horrifically rude. They don't say welcome back. They just treat you like you're a criminal. Uh, and they're very gruff with you. Uh, I remember like the, what the guy said to me when we came back from God, Germany, that was like six years ago. Right? Like, yeah, I mean, they're awful, right? There's a lot of really bad travel people like in our, in our, travel whatever but but they were not so this time so i i will okay. i will say that was nice but yeah the rest was standard you know wear a mask the whole flight uh and oh did uh, they all right now did anybody was there any issue on your flight not that i knew of no oh man no no i was hoping you'd come back with a story no 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 just, just like they had to somebody got duct taped to the seat now and down there the mask uh use is about like it is here like there's people that wear it and there's the cab driver that took us to the airport who told my wife uh, very emphatically that uh, COVID is fake and that it, uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, he certainly was not wearing a mask. Wow. Uh, he said that she was going to make herself sick by wearing the mask that she was wearing and that she was all this crap. So that's cool. Um, but I that's guess where you, you want know, to hear from your cab driver in a foreign it, land. Yeah. 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 Varying. Uh, so, but it's exactly like it is here, right? There's some, like if I go to the liquor store in downtown Lombard, like I know I'm not wearing a mask because no one in the store is wearing a mask because they, that's just not their environment. Right. But if I go to the Walgreens two doors down, like, well, everyone's wearing a mask because it's like it's Walgreens. Sure. So, well, that's anyway. listen, another couple of weeks, nobody's going to have to wear masks. In Illinois, yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Oh, man, pretty much everywhere in the known universe. Except except in schools. Mm. And I got to be honest, as I'm watching kids hacking with their masks on, I'm like, I'm good with, I'm good with it. I think schools should always have to wear masks, COVID or not, (laughs) because kids are foul. And, you know, the teachers... Teachers should be able to not wear masks because we have enough sense to cover our noses or wash our hands or, you know, and not not walk up to somebody, start talking to them, and then sneeze right in their face. Most adults, and I say most, not all, realize how to do that. Mm. But the children, the children don't. But yeah, so now I'm, listen, Debbie's not, uh, Debbie's not happy about it because she's going to have to, I'm going to make her leave the house. What? I'm gonna want, yeah, I'm gonna want to go out, do stuff. Oh, you know, none of the matter. So, I'm oh. getting antsy. Yeah, Wait, I got. She's well, not gonna like that. You're the one that doesn't like people. I don't like people, but I want to go. I, I, I know that's why I'm torn. But I want to do stuff. Like now, I'm very sad that we're not going to Mardi Gras next week. I'm very sad. We decided not to because of COVID and the and at that point, Omicron was running rampant. Cases were shooting up. Things were going crazy, and the thought of being around a million people crammed in did not sit well with my lovely bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I acquiesced to her sentiment, um, and now as I 
as we're a week away. You know, we'd be leaving. We're we would supposed to be leaving last when next Wednesday. Uh, the regret is starting to envelop me like a wet wool blanket. Mm-mm. Don't let that happen. Well, I'll, I'll get past it only because I know we're going down at the end of March. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be fine. And uh, but yeah, but so I don't. I don't really want to be amongst that many people. But like, I wouldn't mind going out to eat. You know, it's been a long time since we went out to a restaurant uh, or a brewery or something. So I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. And if I, I don't mind wearing the mask if it's still, if places still want me to wear a mask. But it'll be nice to not have to check my pocket every time I get out to run into the grocery store or something and go, oh man, do I have my mask? Okay. Not that I'm, not that I'm arguing about putting it on. I never, I would never have. But it would just be not. I had too much on my mind. You know that. It'd be nice. I can't to be have, thinking about it. It'd be nice to have fewer things to keep track of. I agree. Yes, I, I don't want to keep it. You know, and I today the last couple of days I I switched up to an N95. I don't know why. Ooh. Yeah, sure. How'd uh, you get there? They didn't have those. Oh wait, no, it's us. a KN90. I got some KN95. Is that different? It's the. KN95 is, I believe, the Chinese uh, specifications. Oh, N95 is the American. Are you? Yeah. I don't. I didn't pay for them. My sister-in-law sent a pack of them up. Oh. I don't know where she got them. I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe she thought they'd have something in it that would kill us. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Listen, but it does. It's not. It's you know. eh, I don't know. But I put it on. What the hell? Uh, so got to do that. Um, but yeah, that's well, I'm glad. So the trip was good. Even the, did you did yoga. You had a lot of free time. What was the weather like? Tell me the temperature. I'm going to be it, very jealous. It rained a lot. The first couple of days, actually, we got caught in a couple uh big time rains. The only day we did the beach was the last full day. Okay. And I told, I told my wife, I was like, I want one day where we wake up, we walk to the beach, we sit there, maybe drink. And then yeah. that's the day. And that's what we did. It was great. Uh, it was great. Yeah. The um you do up a lot of tequila. Oh boy. All right. Here we go. Here we All go. Right. So the the Friday was the last full day of the yoga retreat, and the day trip was to a cenote. So there are a couple cenotes, basically these like pools, these natural like pools. Ooh. Uh and so we drove like half hour, uh, her and a few other people from the, I paid for the, you know, I was like, well, if I go, I can join you for one of the excursions. Cause I can just pay for it. And it's fine. No, no one cared. Right. Uh, so I got to hang out with them, which was nice. Yeah. You go to the cenote. So you get to a cenote and it's like, oh, you can like jump in. There's like a zip line over it where you can Ooh. zip line and then drop into the water, which I did not do. Cause I hate heights. Um, but it was really cool. It was really pretty. And then, okay. So we're in the cenote for a while. We're hanging out. All right. Then we get up go to another cenote uh we just like walked to it it was like a 10 minute walk and then it was like an underground it was like a cave oh like nice. this like ancient cave it was like super a grotto cool like yeah it was really cool um so we got to swim around that it was like really 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 cool and uh then we thought we were gonna grab lunch and go yeah well uh we we were gonna grab lunch but the guy brings us out. Okay. Drives, you know, hop back in the van. We'll go a couple minutes. And then we, we, he's like, okay, we're going here. Uh, here you go. Your tequila tasting, your tequila tasting before the, uh, before lunch. Uh, like what? Yeah. 
So we walk in, there's this little little clearing. With, there's a bunch of trees still, but they're more spaced apart. And there's hammocks between them. And there's this these two Mexican dudes uh, with two tables with like the placemats full of like a line of tequila bottles. Nice. So here's the pitch he made. The pitch he made was this guy is from Guadalajara. All right. And he said, uh, my family makes tequila in Guadalajara. If it's like Guadalajara is real tequila. Uh, Some at some point 50 years ago, this is his story again. I don't know if this is true. I have no idea if this checks out, but this was his sales pitch. But he's weaving a tail. He's waved a tail. Some American came down and bought 52 tequila distilleries, moved production, all the production up north to the States. And that's where most of the tequila is, the Don Julio and the uh, whatever. Okay. Um, so the problem with that is the agave plant, like it really needs to come from the agave plant. Right. And the, the full maturation of the agave plant is it's nine or 12 years. Oh, but it's a long time, maybe seven, yeah. it's between seven and 12 years. It's a long time. And he said, all the tequila you get in the U.S. has only been aged for like half of that. It's like four or five years at the most. Not and enough. with that tequila, they, they don't age it enough. So they have to add alcohol and they have to add preservatives and they have to add sugar to sweeten it up. And that's why you get the tequila you get. He said, if you go up north here and you open a bottle of Jose Cuervo and you just leave it sit overnight, when you come back in the morning, a bunch of it will be gone, not because anyone drank it, but because the alcohol evaporated out of it. And he said, with this tequila, it doesn't do that because the tequila you're about to taste has been fully aged with the fully mature agave plants. And uh, it's fully aged, no preservatives, nothing added. There were a couple flavored varieties, but uh, mm-hmm. like all natural stuff. So there's the four varieties. There's, I don't remember the top two, but then the third best was Reposado. Yes. And then there's a regular tequila. And the Reposado and the regular tequila are, you know, for mixing, a little more harsh. But he gave us the second top uh, tequila. And, you know, we'll get a little pouring cup, knock it back. Brian, you're not going to believe this tequila. Really? I bought a bottle. Nice. I bought several bottles. <laughs> I bought as many ah. bottles as U.S. Customs would allow us to bring back. Really? Yeah. We, yeah. So uh, there were the, like I said, there were the four regulars. I actually thought the second most expensive, like nicest one, I thought the second nicest one tasted the best. Okay. Um, so I bought one of those and then we got five flavored bottles. Whoa. Cause we were, cause this guy had me hook, line and sinker. <laughs> so we'll see how they hold up up here and if they're really legit or if he just gave us a little something else i don't know we've had a little bit of the uh there's like an almond almondy kind of uh flavor that we got we had a little bit of that and it didn't blow me away but i didn't remember loving it down there okay the other ones i got were a couple coffee ones i know you love a coffee beverage dude this you love coffee and alcohol mixed together this coffee tequila is just unreal and then uh we got some kind of fruit one and then a coconut one so we've only had like one or two shots but next time i see you so are are you sipping it you're just uh, yeah you pour it we pour it in a little shot glass or a tiny like a few ounces but yeah just sip it oh that sounds delicious Mm -hmm. yeah aye 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 Aye, caramba cody he says that uh that it really should only be called tequila if it's made in like two different regions 
kind of like in uh what's the, the champagne wine? the champagne, the champagne deal? yeah like champagne right. right um but that's kind of gotten away and maybe it's not an international thing or i don't know but huh. this is real guadalajara guadalajara tequila his family makes it his family's been making it for three generations uh it's supposedly the real stuff you will be the judge of that let me ask you this was yeah. this guy's name turtle i don't know why oh he had ever watched entourage no. Entourage went down and bought a, a, a tequila company. Oh. And then, you know, George Clooney made a bazillion dollars on mm -hmm. uh, a tequila company. We did know that, yeah. Yes. So, so that, that was my and big in, And if you were ever to watch uh, Silicon Valley, there is a, a running thread of a type of tequila. All right. Then. Trace Comas. Well, all right. <laughs> well, well uh, tequila. Yeah, that wow. that was my that was my big cool thing to uh, to share. But I mean, That's I mean, nothing excellent. really. Yeah, nothing really eventful happened to us those couple of days on the island. It was mostly just kind of hanging out and trying to stay dry when it was pouring rain and trying to get oh. in the ocean when it wasn't. I I was just just the just ocean, chilling, dude. When I'm, I told you this when I got back from Belize. Like there was a day where we sat out by the beach and just like read books and just hang mm -hmm. out. And I I put my book down and I just looked out. For yeah hours and i just i was so happy i was so yeah happy. so there's when we had the, nothing like being on the water i'm dude when we had that beach day i just sat and i just like so the one i didn't love the beach in isla mujeres it, it was okay but the problem is that you could go out let's say like maybe 100 yards and then it was roped off but when you went out it didn't get deeper the deepest you got was like three feet deep Really? Because it's on a limestone shelf. So you're basically okay. walking out flat. And that was fine. So, But I literally, I went as far out as I could go. And I sat on my butt. And I just sat there like cross-legged, just kind of like letting the tide pull me in and out. Oh. Um, so, I, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not like a great swimmer and I don't need waves or anything. So it's not like I was like, I need an extreme beach. But like, I don't know. It was a little like, it was a little shallow. Um, but it was still the water, right? And so I went yeah. out and I just like I sat on my knees at one point and just like looked out and I was just like chilling. I didn't have a drink or anything. I'm just nice. chilling out there in the ocean for like an hour. My wife's reading. I kept coming back and I'm like, "You're good." She's like, "I'm good. <laughs> You're gonna get burned." <laughs> I was like, "I am. I got a little. I got a little burn, but not a lot. Okay. It's a stinge." Um, but yeah, Man. yeah. Now you've been to the Dominican Republic. That's your correct, go -to, right? Well, it's not my go-to, but I've been there. I've been to Puerto Rico. Uh, I've been to Puerto Vallarta. Uh, so I, when we were in Puerto Rico, we took a small four seater plane over to Cuba Vera, which I believe, yeah, it was voted one of the, uh, it's on all these most beautiful beaches lists. Really? Calibra was the island. Calibra. Um, and I stood, I like you, I stood out in the water and just looked. It was like, this could be the most beautiful place I've ever been. Oh, you drive yeah. little golf carts all over the island, zip, zip, zip. Um, you could wander up and get a $2 beer and, you know, an empanada or some tacos, and then just hang out at the beach all afternoon, then get in your golf cart and drive back to the airstrip. <laughs> Zing! You go, back you go over to the big island. We're uh we're thinking about our next uh, sojourn uh. to a tropical area, and uh, well, because the the 
the clock is ticking, Brian. My son's going to be two. And what does that mean? That means another can't, baby can't fly for free with him in your lap. Oh, <laughs> well, they're going to look at him now and go, that kid's not two. He's shaving. There's no way this child is two years old. It's true. True. But, uh, and like, do we need to travel with him? No, my, my parents watched him, uh, this whole, like, we were gone like, you know, I'm, I've gone like five days. They did not seem to mind. <laughs> he didn't mind or you, they didn't mind. I don't think they wanted me to take him when we got back. Probably not. They got used to having him around. He's yeah, he's, he's the best. Um, and what did best. he, how did he react to your being gone or did he uh, care either? Didn't care. <laughs> didn't care. <laughs> No, actually, when when I dropped uh, when I dropped my wife off at the airport, he was in the back, and then so she gets out, she opens his door, she's like, "Oh my god, you know, bye, mommy loves you." Gives him a kiss. He starts bawling. Right when oh, I was, in, I went to my parents' house, and then my dad drove me to the bus to take the bus from Rockford to Chicago oh, to get I on remember. the plane, good old regional bus. So he brings me to the bus station. And I'm like, okay, bye, bud. You know, see you later. Like, I'll miss you and all that stuff. And he's just yelling, oh, bus? Oh, bus? Oh, bus? Because that's like his favorite word. And there's yeah, he loves bus buses. terminal. Just buses every. He's just yelling about buses. And I'm like, you don't care. I'm leaving. He's like, oh, bus? I'm like, okay. Have fun yeah, with Grandpa. I'm getting on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> getting on the bus. He is your son, though. He's fascinated with the bus. <laughs> He'll love the bus. You know? We'll see. Yeah. Man, that sounds like a great trip. How was the food down there? Other than the, did you go in and have non-vegetarian, or did you get guilted into eating the vegetarian food at the house all the time? No, we had a lot of fit, uh, a lot of fish. So there, yes. were, there was a, there was a nice place on the island that we knew was nice and fancier. But then we, there's this place we walked by a block from the hotel called Fish and Gin. Two things and I enjoy. Two things I enjoy, and uh, they had a nice gin cocktail menu, and they had a wow. they had a gin and coffee cocktail, Brian. <laughs> So I got it. Of course you did. I know. Hold on. You're a cocktail connoisseur of sorts, right? I enjoy a cocktail. You know, you know, when you have a good cocktail, right? Yes. Because you just get all these different layers and flavors yeah. and it just, it's balanced and you're like, wow, there's a lot going on. And like that, like you can get an old fashioned, a lot of places, but very few places you get like a great old fashioned. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this gin and fish place, it was the same bartender. We went four times. Oh my God. I love those kind of places. Yeah. Uh, and we got every gin drink on the menu. There were nine. Wow. Uh, we got pretty hammered. It was great. Met a couple of people from uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin while we were really? uh, at the bar. Yeah. Just hanging out. Like it was, it was, that's the ticket. If you go to Cancun and you stay on Isla Mujeres, which is a little less touristy, still a lot mm -hmm. of activity and, uh, and certainly, handful of hotels but just not you know most most people partying or just going to cancun because why yeah. but the ferry is an 18 minute ferry across to the oh, island so it's man. it's right there um but if you stay there fish and gin uh, man we i've really yeah i so much money just all all of our money i just that sounds great how are the prices it was it was you know um Last last couple of times I was in Mexico, I feel like I could get away with murder with the right. exchange rate. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Here I didn't. And I don't know if it's because the exchange rate or because prices are higher there or yeah. because I was in a much higher density touristy area. Probably um, a little of all of it, maybe. A little of all of it. But um but at the gin and fish, it was, you know, we were paying eight, nine US dollars for for an exceptional cocktail. So you know, what a little less than what you'd pay here, but, but or the yeah, same. 
downtown Chicago would probably be 10 or 12. So oh, it's least, still a little yeah. bit cheaper. That's so, cool. Listen, say bad. you're on vacation. Doesn't matter. You got to go. I was. What did you do while I was gone? What did I do while you were gone? Uh, well, last week, there was just a lot going on and you weren't here. But uh, it's been just, I've been literally working day and night. I've been teaching every, I, you know, teaching during the day. Oh. And then every night, I'm working. I'm either doing radio at TMJ or I'm doing games for Trivia Hub. And then on the weekends, you know, if I'm not doing if I'm not doing radio during the week, then I'm doing it on Saturdays. And oh, that leads into a plug. This Saturday you can hear me on uh, WTMJ from yeah, from 4 to 6 as always. But uh so yeah, You're a show, right? What's that? You had a show like last weekend, right? When, a, oh, I had a yeah, oh, I had a comedy show the day yeah after you left that was all right so so <laughs> Thursday night but my the show's on Friday I come down from doing uh, what was I doing oh I was doing radio or a game I don't know what I was doing <laughs> so it all blood but I come down after work and uh, Debbie says your brother called me I was like what she goes he said he thought he was calling your phone he wants to know if it would be okay to come to the show tomorrow night. And I'm like, all right, why is he calling me? Why, why? She goes, you need to call him back and tell him. I go, can't I just text him? No, you need to call him back and tell him that he can come to the show. I'm like, why? Okay, why is he asking me? It's a public place. Well, he hasn't seen me. None of them, to be fair, none of them have seen me do stand-up in decades. So... It used to be that my brothers and my parents didn't want to come see me do stand-up because they didn't either they didn't think I was funny or they were were worried I wouldn't be funny. And I didn't want them to come because I didn't want them to come. <laughs> um so I call him back. Thankfully, I get his machine. Now I had never been to this club before. And it's in a it's in a a place that they've they designed to do like classes for improv and stuff. But in the back there's a room and it's a nice little room for comedy but it doesn't seat it seats I don't know 70 people maybe. Uh but for covid they've spaced it out a little so there's not that many. Well, and I so I didn't know I I told them I go I don't know these people, so I don't think I can get you tickets. And I don't know the deal. Well, I get there. Turns out it's a BYO place, and it's completely sold out. And my brother shows up with his – they're older now, so I get girlfriend probably isn't the right term. Girlfriend's the right term. All right. His lady. Uh, very nice his lady. lady. His lady. Uh, and they come in, and I'm like, oh, there they are. Well, they hadn't made a reservation, so they didn't know it was sold out. They also didn't know it was BYO. The owner gave them her table, which was nice. Wow. Um, and then they – so – but uh, – and this was – man. So I'm I'm looking at who's with me, you know, because I'm closing the show. I'm bringing down the house. And – I see the guy who's on in front of me. I don't know his name, but 
oh, he's got an album on Apple and blah, and put out a CD and da, da, da. And I start psyching myself. I go, wait a minute, jackass. You put out a CD a long time ago. It was before iTunes. So, you know, yours could be on iTunes, I guess, but it's not. Um, anyway. It could be. You should do that. Maybe I should. Um, it The show went great. The show was just, I went nonstop right from the beginning. And the crowd, the crowd was, uh, was, well, one, they're all packed together. Two, they're in a good mood. Three, they brought as much booze. Like there was a table of women having a party. They had about six bottles of wine on their table. Nice. So people were drinking. And the, the two acts in front of me were very good. And then I just, you know, they were like, oh, we only need a half hour, but you can do a little more. I ended up doing like almost 45 minutes and just bringing down the house. I come off and the owner comes up and she gives me a big hug. She's like, oh, my God, that was so terrific. And then my brother was like, that was really good. I was like, oh, thank you. So there you go. So now he'll probably spread the word to the other, to the other brothers. And, uh, you know, but I remember when I was working, when, uh, brother number two, the first time he lived in St. Paul, I was up working a club at the mall of America. Cause I had that kind of career. It was actually a big club. I was work. I worked, I worked that club with Brian Regan and some other people back, back when Brian Regan was still doing clubs, not theaters, but my brother was coming to see the show. And a couple of friends of mine were there, and outside, he was like, "I don't know if I should go in. I, 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 what if he's not funny? What if I don't laugh?" What? And my buddies were like, "Don't worry, we've seen him. He's, he's funny. He'll be, he'll be fine." Yeah, but I and I'm inside going, "Oh, why is my brother here? This I don't want him to see. This is not for them. This is not for my family." It's so it's been a weird thing. But now I don't care because now it's not, it's not my job. It's what I do, you know, I do it and I'm good at it. So mm -hmm. they can come and see me if they want. So yeah, I did that. Uh, I got punched by a third grader. You actually got punched by I a actually third got grader. punched literally in the literally face. Literally punched, no, in the arm. Did what did you anger. hit him back? I um well hits hits a, a hard word. Uh did I subdue him with a knee to the throat? Some people might say yes. Uh, my lawyer would say absolutely not. Mm. Yeah, he was, uh, he's a kid with some, some problems and I don't want, I'm not making light of his problems, but I will make light of the fact that he took a swing at me and <laughs> then, so then some of the other, now this was two days after he had kicked one teacher and left a huge mark on another teacher's face, trying to rip his mask off. Ooh. So the kid takes the kid punches me and some of the teachers were like, well, did he hurt you? And I'm like, no, but that's not really the point. Is it should it, should it only be a big deal that a student punches a teacher if he does some damage? Yeah. So like if I had punched him back and not really hurt him, would that be okay? Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, but I was like, no, I just, you know, but I did, I did scream. I like right in his face. You do not hit me. You do not hit me. Then he went on to trash the room. Wow. Literally, literally trash it. 
today I had to go back in with uh, the fourth grade class that I had been with all the first semester, the lunatics. And, oh, in the morning, they couldn't be happier to see me. Cody, you would have thought I was bringing them all uh, candy and video games. Oh, oh Mr. Newton, you're going to be with us all day. Mr. Newton, oh. By lunchtime, they were like, when's, when's our teacher coming back? Tomorrow. Good. We don't, We like her better. And I'm like, I was in here for four months with you guys. You don't treat her like you like her better. <laughs> you treat her exactly like you treat me. Burned. And it's taking every amount of self-control to not talk back to some of these kids. Like, I don't want to be here. I should have stayed home, but I want to go. Go home. Tell your mom to keep you home. I don't care. One kid I did, he's like, my sister... My sister skipped school today, and I wanted to skip school. I couldn't skip school. Now I have to be here. And I, 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 I go, hey, take that up with your mom. It's not my problem. You're here. I didn't make you come here today. Well, didn't you? No, his mom did. I would have been happy if he had stayed home. Wow. Yeah. Punk. It's <laughs> fair. I'm just getting uh It is fair. You're, you're readjusting. here. Yeah, yeah, well, now you're looking more straight at the camera, which is nice. I mean, I, everybody enjoys your profile. It's very uh, very rugged, very stern profile, but, uh, mm. you know. Yeah, Marta says, I've, uh, I have said I don't like people to show if I know them. Cody has broken that rule now, so Cody can come back again. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't care anymore. That used to be the rule. I didn't, li I didn't like it. I never sold anybody they couldn't come to the show. I just never really was excited that they did, but that was my own psychotic issues. Right now, I don't really have psychotic issues anymore. Well, I have minor, I have minor mental issues, but I don't have psychotic issues. They're, they're just different psychotic issues. Oh yeah, well yeah, I've traded in, I've traded in minor ones like that for major life issues. Right now, I don't care. You want to, you want to come to the show? If it was a place I knew and I could get people tickets, I'd get tick people tickets. Come on, come on out. I'm going to be, oh, I'm going to be back in Kenosha as part of a comedy festival in a couple of weeks. Sweet. Uh, I, yeah. Who knows? But <laughs> they're like, you want to do it? Uh, yeah. Okay. I say yes to everything now. Not everything, but comedy wise, I do. You want to come work at a, you know, at an improv place up in uh, Glenview? Yeah, sure. I do. All right. It was great. Got paid. You know what? I have drawn the line up because people are like, hey, uh, some of the other acts. Hey, man, we do these uh, virtual shows or these open mics. You want to come do that? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, for free? Absolutely not. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to open mic nights. I saw a thing. I saw a thing yesterday because I'm part of this comedy in Chicago Facebook group. There was a place that was doing an open mic night. You got four minutes. If you wanted one more minute, you had to buy a drink. I'm like, man, these poor comics who are starting, they're all hustling, doing all these open mic nights, getting screwed over. Uh, hey, you come, you get three minutes, you get four minutes, but you got to bring people or you got to pay money. That When I was starting and when I, when I started here, it wasn't a big deal. But when I got to L.A., I would hear people talking about these bringer shows where you couldn't get stage time unless you brought 10 people with you. And, you know, you can only do that to your friends maybe once. Yeah. And then they're not your friends anymore. And they're also going, we don't want to see you do the same three minutes. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a horrible business. But it also makes it a young man's game, right? Because once you get older, you don't have as many friends. Well, one, you don't have as many friends. Now, yeah. I, I like that you thought I had some when I was young. But, uh, no, I could have never scrounged together 10 people to come out and see me. Again, oh. I didn't want them to come see me. But here in Chicago, you didn't have to worry about it. I was doing 
I was doing open mic nights uh, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, some on Wednesday. I was doing them as much as I could, but they were all clubs where you didn't have to, you didn't have to bring anybody. It wasn't, you didn't have to jump through weird hoops. You just had to sign up and you got on or you called or sent your avail, you faxed your avails, whatever it was, uh, and you could do it. But it was these sketchy people who were like, oh, yeah, I can do it. I think like New York does that a lot. L.A. did that a lot because there's so many people who want to be everybody's a comic. So they take advantage of them. You know, I'm not going to some open mic. I didn't do any open mics when I was in. People would go, hey, when I moved to L.A., why don't you come and do the open mics? I go, nah, no, thanks. Because it's funny. Open micers all think that they're brilliant. And a lot of them are not, but they have the attitude that they are. And then they look at you. And if you're like in LA, God forbid you were a guy who worked on the road. Oh man. They look down on guys who worked on the road. Oh, you're a road comic. You mean, do I make money and pay my bills and buy my house with? Yeah, that's how I, yeah, that's, I am a road comic. Oh no, we don't. No, you're not alternative. That's weird. It was very weird. What'd you do for Valentine's day with your lovely, lovely. We made uh made pot. We made brownies. Pot brownies? We just made brownies. It was great. Regular old brownies? We just made brownies. You made brownies. And oh. we watched a French film called La Piscina, which means the swimming pool from 1969. A art-ish, artistic kind of a thing. I don't know. Her birthday's next week, so I gotta do something exciting for that. Oh. We decided not to really care about Valentine's Day because we just got back from Cancun. That's true. Uh, but uh yeah. Um so next week, her birthday. I gotta figure something out for that real quick. Uh Sybaris, Mike, usually they're booked out pretty far in advance, unless you were talking about maybe Valentine's Day, that'd be a good thing. But uh missed the boat on that one. But uh Sybaris, hey, look, I'm not gonna seize at Sybaris anytime. It's a it's a fine establishment. Um I didn't Brian, even know those things were still open yet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they've been open. Oh, yeah, of course they're open because you only got two people in a in a hut. In a superb town. I guess that's house. true. Yeah. yeah, I want the yurt room. I'm going to banging in a yurt. We wanted to go swimming at some point during the pandemic. So think about it. Eight months into the pandemic, where are you going to go a holiday in? Their pools aren't open, right? How about a private room where you've got your own swimming pool? That seems pretty reasonable. Uh, so, yeah, but don't you have to skim it before you get in it? Well, lot look, of water kills a lot of things. Look, uh, but hey, Exciting news next yeah. Tuesday. Uh, so uh, I am. If you're going to tell, if, if you're going to tell us you're going to be doing some big announcement, I don't want to hear. No, right. uh, it's not my big announcement. Really. Oh, good. Uh, I am participating in the Shiditarod fundraiser this year. Yeah. You may recall a couple of years ago, I, I did it in person. Last I year, I won the film festival. Uh, our team. Uh, had the best in show for the film festival this year. They're doing it again in person, but it will be a, a pared down version. Okay. Typically the Shididarod is a bar crawl costume. You, your team wears a theme costume and you'd run around with a shopping cart to these different bars. No bar crawl this year, just a block party. They're just going to sell tickets to get into a big parking lot where people will be drinking. Sounds great. Sound um, but uh, so it's raising money for the greater Chicago food depository. Yeah. Uh, we take donations and then also like canned goods and stuff. So our, our team always shows up with about a hundred pounds of canned food, which is great. But also 
uh, donations wonderfully accepted. So I'll post a link in, on Brian's page for donations. But if you donate any amount, suggested donation $20, but if you donate any amount, uh, then you will be eligible to participate on Tuesday in a special all uh, all experience beginners welcome on virtual vinyasa flow yoga class taught by my one spouse really yeah so uh wow i'll, uh, I'll actually grab the event link right now and yeah it in the book uh so please do that that is phenomenal cool stuff. yeah pretty cool stuff now when is the chididarod so I did it out itself is two weeks from Saturday, maybe three weeks from Saturday. Okay. It's sometime soon. in March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me, uh, oh, I'm getting messages. I'm getting so many different things. No, what's going yeah. on anyway. No, I'm what's just happening? gonna, I'm just finding the, the actual event that I shared. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find it. But anyway, uh, yeah. So <laughs> we are just trying to raise money and it should be a really cool event. And, if you like yoga, it's also for a really good cause. So here we that go. That sounds gonna, nice. Yes. Uh, so I'll get the event and I'll put it right there in the chat for this. And I'll also share it to Brian's page later, the Brian Noonan Show Facebook page later for you to find. Uh, nice. Here is the yoga event. Again, uh, if you donate any amount, it will uh, be wonderfully appreciated, and you'll get a you'll get an email prior to it with a link to join the video um, event, as well as a link to a Spotify playlist that you can play and listen wow. to along with everyone while the class takes place. And what time is the class? Do we know? Six p.m. Six p.m. Central nice. Standard Time next Tuesday, actually. So it'll be a couple hours before our show. So I was going to say, are you going to come in all zen and stretched out? No, because I'm going to be watching my son, which oh. uh, will be the opposite of that. He while... doesn't like yoga yet? He does. He does. Uh, however, her teaching in class might be a little hard with him running interference. Uh, <laughs> when she does certain moves, he likes to think that he can get on top of her. And that's uh, a <laughs> hard mode of a move. But yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't be mounting the instructor. Right. Right. No, that does not work. Yeah. So, well, that that makes sense though that you passed on uh, you passed on Valentine's Day. What did you do on Valentine's Day? Uh, there was big discussion here at the house about Valentine's Day because, quite frankly, we've celebrated more than thirty Valentine's Days together, so we pretty much run the gamut. Um, and Debbie is now. We both are. We don't need any more stuff. So getting stuff is dumb. Plus, I know Debbie hates cards. She thinks they're an incredible waste of money, so she never wants a card. Uh, so I respect that. Right. I get her flowers all the time. Um, you know, just do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it if I'm if I go to Costco or Sam's or if I'm at Jewel and I see some. I yeah, I bring her flowers all the time. Oh, that's just because I'm language. a romantic guy. You never brought me flowers. Yeah. Well, you know, makes sense. We'll just leave it at that. You don't want so, me to, so you don't need to expand on that. No, we had, well, so you we made had, a gumbo, right? Well, we had talked about doing something. We we're like, well, do you want to go? First, it was like, well, let's go out on Sunday because we knew we didn't want to go out on Monday because every Yahoo's going out on Monday. That was how I. Rem that's how I knew I forgot that it was the Super Bowl because Debbie and I were both like, yeah, we'll go out to dinner Sunday. Um, 
And then it was like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a Super Bowl. Okay. Um, so she said, well, why don't we just get uh, a Malnati's heart-shaped pizza and a salad on Monday for Valentine's Day? I was like, okay, that, that sounds fine to me. Um, but then it turns out they only have one size of the heart-shaped pizza, and they're not very big. Mm. So we ended up getting a round pizza and just pretending it was heart-shaped. Uh, but then I got her, I, we go, we try to get experiences now. And so I got her a, a certificate. We're both going to do it for when we go to New Orleans for this demonstration cooking class. So you go, and it's two hours, and they the chef makes, for our class, he's making clam, cr crab and shrimp bisque. Ooh. chicken etouffee and pralines and then you eat them and they have beer and all this stuff so it's like going to lunch but learning how to cook and then you get the recipes for all this stuff so i got her that and she was very excited and i didn't give her a card uh i just i mocked up a little certificate put a few snoopy uh valentine's gifs on there and it was beautiful so that's what I, that's what we did Cause it's like, what are we going to go out and pretend? Oh, let's get, I, I had said, well, maybe I'll get some crab legs or something and I'll cook us a fancy dinner since we're not going to go out. Well, then I go looking and, you know, Costco usually used to have these great, they called them the seafood road shows around the hot and they'd have giant crab legs and shrimp and all kinds of seafood. It was fantastic. Well, they didn't have one last weekend. And I went in, and the king crab legs were like 40 bucks a pound. And I was like, eh, nah, we're, nah, mm -hmm. we're not going to do that. So I forget what we ended up doing Saturday. We just we got dinner somewhere, uh, just brought it in. And then we had been binging, we, we had been binging succession. So, so it's very, a lot of romance rolling through this joint. A lot of romance. A lot of romance. Last night it was pizza and salad. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was it. Did have a glass of wine last night. So dry January is over. Yeah. Nice. I made it to, I think I made it to the fifth or the sixth of February. Nice. But I've only had like, I had two beers with the gumbo Sunday and I had a glass of wine last night with uh, Valentine's dinner. So not fully back, but I will say this, uh, a gallon of, a gallon of Pat O'Brien hurricane mix has arrived at the house. So <laughs> I'm ready. So let's just say that, you know, I'm glad I waited a little longer because it's, it's coming to an end. It's coming to an end pretty soon. Well, you, you know? got some, you got some time to enjoy because uh, Easter's pretty late this year. I don't even know when Easter is. It's April 17th. Is that right? Or that weekend, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's going to be a long Lent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's actually giving me 40, day, 40 days still. Is it same same length? It's the same length. It's always 40 days? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, no, no. September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 except for February. Which that's sucks. Does, Boo! It, it's more than half over. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I've been noticing... This is how sad my life is. I've been noticing that it's staying light later, and I got excited. Last night it was 5.30, and it was still light out, and I was like, woo-hoo, here we go. 
I was just it. glad that I could go outside today because it's been so cold. Yeah, I get, uh, don't get too used to it. All the weather monkeys are calling for the end of the world come uh, Wednesday night. Did there, No, Mike, no, the hurricane doesn't come pre-boozed, man. You got to booze it up yourself. You got to make, you got to mix it up. Nor in the past, Pat O'Brien's used to sell powdered, and then you'd have to mix the powdered, the powder like making Kool Aid, and then you'd add your rum. Now it comes like they have it at the bar. It's just a jug of the juice, and it's one to one. So do the math. I got two gallons of Hurricanes ready to start swimming. That'll be nice. Isn't Lent the same lake? The sure, Marta, but sometimes it just feels longer. Sure. But just sometimes sometimes you make crazy pledges that you think is gonna, you know, you know, booze free Lent, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Cause I already told you I'm going to New Orleans at the end of March. And there ain't no way I'm going down there all uh you know teetotaling. I I'm going to do in New Orleans what you did in Mexico. I'm gonna go sit along the river and just relax. I'm gonna smoke a cigar. I'm going to drink some cocktails and I'm just going to chill. Then I'm going to come back, hide for my birthday, pop my head out, wish you a happy birthday, and then go back in my hole. Perfect. Take the groundhog. Uh, what was, oh, so I took advantage of the extended light today because over the last few weeks, uh, the dogs have been running unencumbered, let's say, in the backyard. And when, the, when it snowed two weeks ago and it was so deep, I had to dig like a racetrack in the backyard so they could run around. Well, that track is completely full of dog oh, bones. Oh, God. And the, the part where I had shoveled to get from the little walkway out to the garage door, that has all melted which is why Lawson has decided that's the only place he can take a dump. So as I got home from school today, it was almost impossible for me to get from the garage to the sidewalk. So I had a meeting this afternoon. I finished that up and I go outside. I filled two giant bags and there's still so much that's fro frozen in ice that I can't get it out. So I'm hoping tomorrow that it is warm enough and rains that I can get out there and scoop up a little more because then it's going to snow again. It's a horrible circle of life that I live in. Yeah. Yeah. The, I will say the, the day I left for Rockford to drop my son off for Cancun, I had yeah. to use the snow thrower three different times because we got uh, like five inches that day. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you made it out. Cleared up right before I went to Rockford. Got him dropped off. Next day, uh, clear skies. We were good. It was nice. Good. So yeah, but it was you know. I'm very happy you got out. It was one of those like go from shoveling to Cancun kind of trips. That's the best way. That's the that's best what way. you got to do. You gotta you gotta go from horrible like if you're if you're in warm weather at least and also when you came home it was cold but it wasn't snowy. Mm -hmm. Like if you were in a beautiful climate like you were and came home and there were a foot of snow on the ground, that would really suck. You know you have to do it, but it would still really suck. Right. But now you're good. But that's what they're saying. It's all coming. It's all coming tomorrow night. 
Wednesday night and Thursday. Everybody's in a panic. And I, again, like a child, I'm thinking, woohoo, maybe there won't be school. But there will be school. We'll just have to do it virtually, which yeah. means I can teach in my underpants. Because the children don't see me. The children only see me from here up. Right. That's all. They don't know what's going on. It's like a uh, it's like a mullet. I'm business up top, party down below. Someone told me recently mullets are coming back. I don't know what's somebody asked me if my hair was a mullet. I don't believe my hair is a mullet. I think my hair is just long because it's long everywhere. Yeah. It's just long. Which I had a conversation with Debbie. I think the long hair experiment may be coming to an end. You told me that months ago. I know, but I'm very indecisive. Mm. But now it's, I don't know. I think it might, there's day, it changes hourly. Sometimes I go, oh yeah, it's okay. And then it'll go way out like Yahoo serious. And I'm like, no, this, this is not, this is not a look. What about the stash? The stash will go when the long hair goes. Good. I I think I can get behind that. Wow. All right. Do we need to, is there something you've been wanting to tell me for a while? No, I just, I prefer stashless Brian as a general okay. rule. Okay. Well, listen. When I first is... met you, you were stashless. And so it could be a nostalgia thing. This is what I like about you, Cody. You're not afraid <laughs> to be honest because no one in my own family will give me an honest opinion. Oh, I said to Debbie, I go, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of ending the long hair experiment. What do you think? It's your hair. I go, yeah, but do you have an opinion? Well, no, it's your hair. I've gotten used to it. I go, but do you like it? Do you? So I can't get it. And they haven't said anything about the mustache. I'm sure they don't like it. I My mom hates it. She's made no secret. She said the biggest mistake your father ever made was when he grew a mustache. It's like Maybe he can't pull it off like I can, you know? Maybe he didn't wow. have the maybe he didn't have the joie de vivre to pull off a mustache. But see, everybody her dad, my grandfather was always clean shaven. My dad was, except for the one unfortunate mustache period in his life, I guess, was always clean shaven. My brothers, well, my youngest brother now has a beard, but most of the time we've been clean shaven. So it's just a different look. I don't know if maybe she thinks it's ethnic to have a mustache. I don't know what ethnicity, but who knows? But yeah, all right, all right. You listen. Your opinion is noted. Stuart wants me clean cut too. Wow. I, I vote right. go back to old school, Brian. Just you know. Oh no, Debbie has said. Debbie said uh, she did. This was what she said. I don't want you to get it cut like you had it before. Because all right, again, for twenty eight years, twenty eight years being married. 30 over 30 years, she knew me with a flat top or a really high and tight crew cut. She never said anything. The minute my hair grew out, yeah, your hair was always too short. But what the but I know I'm, you know, I may come off as uh, sensitive, but you can uh, you can give me your opinions. I think she's just afraid that I'm gonna become a like a raving lunatic. Because I said to her the other night. I go, listen, you got to be honest with me about this uh, gumbo recipe because I'm trying it and I need, I need you to be honest. So she was honest about that. Cindy likes me just the way I thank you, Cindy. I listen, I'm not my, who I am is not going to, I'm not like Samson where if I cut my hair, suddenly I'll be weak and, you know, unopinionated. I'll still be me. 
I almost I almost shaved the mustache off the other day, Cody, because I was trimming it and trimming the uh, my little tickler down here, and I hit the tickler wrong, and it almost took most of it off. And I was like, oh, no. And I didn't want to just have a mustache without my little soul patch. Right. I like the balance. So, but then I was like, oh, you can still see it. So that's it. I think you should get rid of the facial hair. Um, How about I do it next Tuesday? But what? How about I do it? How about I do it? But I do it on the podcast. I'll shave the mustache. That's fine. What can you, hey, can you make it a fundraiser? For our, uh, for our, for uh, the shy Diderod, sure. The shy Diderod, yeah. How do we, how do we turn this into a fundraiser? I'll I have shave the no mustache. idea. I will. I don't either. I will. Carol likes the stash and soul patch. There you go. Let the me kids, see. The kids at school have freaked out because a lot of them don't know that I have a mustache because I wear the mask all the time. But in my ID picture, it was taken this year, so it had the long, you know. The longer hair, long hair, and the mustache. And they're like, that's not you. You got to get a new picture. I go, this is exactly me. Oh, they lose their minds. The other day, I started joking with one of the, because one of the kids has, one of the boys has decided he's going to have a man bun on top, kind of like samurai, like John Belushi back in the Saturday Night Live days. And so um, I don't know how my hair, they made some, they saw an old, oh, they saw, I was mirroring my computer screen for the, for a lesson. And in the corner of my Google account is an old profile picture where I had the full beard and almost no hair. And they were like, wow. One of the kids, one of the boys goes, Mr. Nooner, I like that profile picture. I was like, oh, thanks. It's when I had a beard. And he goes, you have a beard? <laughs> Yeah, you nimkapoop. Look at the picture. And then it got into my hair. Oh, your hair was so short. Now it's so long. And one of the kids goes, yeah, your hair is really long in the back. I was like, oh, okay. So we started joking about what I could do with my hair. Hmm. And the fifth graders thought that was hilarious. Hmm. They were, oh, they had all kinds of ideas. Oh, man, hold on. Mike is offering $100 to the Shididerod for an on-air de-stashing. Cody? How do we, Mike? You, if you're gonna do it, you got to be on it. Well, I'll do it. I'll do it for the uh, the hundo, not for me, but for the uh, Greater Chicago Food Depository. Hold on, I'm sending a message to my team right now. Yeah, see what you can do. Let's get this going. Mike's hundo would be a great start. I'll lather it up too. I'll bring in. I'll do it with a trimmer first, and then I'll slather on some shaving cream, and we'll take it off. I saw this was it's mustache related. So there was a horrible video on about a police officer. He was on um he's on a campus somewhere and he was subduing a, a young black man, but it wasn't the the violence of the video bothered me of course. But then I had to look. This guy literally had a Hitler mustache and a Hitler haircut. Oh, no. Yes. And he was a police officer. And I'm like, oh, my God. Of course he's going to do some horrible things on duty. He had it was, you know, really close. And that you well, you know, the Hitler haircut. And who mm -hmm. doesn't know the Hitler mustache? So, yeah, that was that was uh, I was like, oh, then I went. Well, I was never going to have a Hitler mustache. And I don't think I'm ever going to get the Tom Selleck mustache. So it, it's, you know. Here's the thing.
I'll shave it off because if I decide I want it back, I'll grow you it back. You can grow it back, right? I got a lot of I got a lot of testosterone in me. Right. It's all backed up. Well, I messaged my fundraising team to see how we can make this happen, but we'll figure it out. We'll find a all way right. for me to monetize you for yes. the greater good. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm in. Speaking let's, of, oh, let's get some PR out there. Let's get uh, some big push on this. Yeah. Yes. We'll get uh, we'll do some interviews, do yes. some TV. Will uh, Mike is going to chip in a hundred bucks? Mike, you'll have to get a go to that link, or how? We'll f yeah, we'll have to keep your eye on the Facebook page, mm -hmm. and we will uh, we'll give you all the details. But uh, I'm I'm willing to do it. Um, speaking of uh, making money, yeah. Uh, are you watching or listening to Realities May Vary, starring Brian Noonan featuring Cody Goff? No, starring Brian Noonan and Cody Goff. It's but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> With Brian Noonan and Cody Goff. Uh, with many, muchas cosas. That means many things. Ah, uh, have CC. you, have you listeners slash viewers slash audience person, member of the persons, have you ever thought to yourself, boy, I sure enjoy what they do. Yeah. I would like to give them money to support what they do. Well, soon. Soon, my friends, that will be an option. Oh, yes, because uh, in the I next like month, my, I've told I talked about this on the podcast before. My friend is launching a video hosting website, right? Like a YouTube, but with okay. no ads, none of those annoying. We don't want annoying ads, constant, nonstop, unavoidable ads and horrible algorithms telling you to waste more time on the site. No, no, no. It's a clean video platform. And uh once it launches, uh, I'm going to talk to Brian. We'll figure out how to get the uh, how to get the old videos there uh, here yeah. on the Giveo also. And then if you want to watch that free viewing experience over there and uh, chip in a couple bucks, you can. No, uh, oh, so no purchase a, necessary. No purchase necessary, but there will be an option for gratuities. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, because why not? Because I think not? that would be. I no, I think that would be lovely. Yeah. Um, the I'm I'm starting to get uh, starting to get PayPal gratuities for my uh, other job. That I guess they put up at the. I don't I don't we don't solicit gratuities, but if they're if the clients or the people who are playing the games are filling out the survey, I guess there's a a, a link if you want to tip your host. Our Venmo and PayPal is there, and a couple of games I get done. I go downstairs. I look. Hey, look at that. PayPal. You're talking. That's crazy effort. too. That a bunch of uh, elementary school kids are sending you tips. Listen, I I don't know if you know this, Cody. I am quite today. I taught an introduction to angles. That <sighs> please come on, stop it. Yesterday I was in preschool. Those kids tipped me with colored hearts. A couple kids colored some heart shaped doilies. Came over and they're like, "These are for you." And I said, "Oh, thank you." And I left preschool more tired than I've been in most of my adult life. You have one, you have one two-year-old. Mm -hmm. Imagine he's not even one and a half yet, somehow. Right. Imagine he's just gigantic. Is he he's not even oh that's right, he's only one and a half. He's gigantic. He's well, I would like him because he's taller. 
He is talking. Don't be obtuse. Oh, he nice, Mike, with the angles. In in your introduction to angles, did you start with Kurt Angle? I did. I went, listen, a lot of you are probably familiar with Mr. Perfect. And they said, well, that was before our time. I said, shut up, you punks, and appreciate the classics. So that's Kurt Henning. Mm, then no, I didn't start with Kurt Angle. <laughs> oh boy, the Olympic. Mr. I thought Mr. Perfect was Kurt Angle. He's Kurt Henning. Is Mr. Perfect? Who's Kurt, Kurt Angle? Then Kurt Angle is an Olympic gold medalist who won a U.S. Olympic gold medal in wrestling with a broken freaking neck, and uh, then he wrestled in TNA for like ten years, twenty years, and then he uh, went in WWE and retired. Did Did he have a nickname? Nope, just Kurt Angle. I mean, Kurt Henning and Kurt Angle sound pretty alike, right? Kurt Angle was just an Olympian that started around the year 2000. And he was like, he did some really great programs with The Rock and Austin and Chris Jericho. This is like the heyday of the Attitude Era. Kurt Angle was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. He was so good. All right. He shaved his head and went over to TNA. And uh, yeah. Speaking of The Rock, you didn't see him introduce the Super Bowl. He introduced it. Finally, he did his whole thing. Are you Finally, serious? The Super Bowl has come back to Los Angeles. And then he introduced both teams using like how the sports entertainment, the most, you know, all his old things. His arms were the size of small children. It was. And of course, the rock. Listen, if I was a rock, I would wear really tight clothing, too, because. Why not? You got the body and you're the rock. But is you know, he was holding the mic, making sure he was fully flexed. And I would listen, anybody who looked at him and swooned, I'm not mad at you. You got it's come on. Not that that was happening at our house, but Debbie was very quiet during that uh, during that opening part of the, the game. Dude, the Rock is the man. The Rock is the man. But then people were complaining about The Rock being there too because it's Twitter. What does The Rock have to do with it? How, he's so overexposed. What the, And I'm like, shut up. Anyone who doesn't like The Rock is an idiot. I'm just yeah, saying if, that right now. You, you don't suck. Want, you, you need you to know if, your role and shut your you mouth. You do. If you don't like The Rock, you suck. Yeah. That I'm just I'm gonna just that's my hard take. Like and you know that, what? That's not even a hot take. That's just a duh. Of did, course. How do you not like The Rock? Seriously. I don't care, Sally. He could be he could be eating roids like a Pez dispenser. I didn't say God made him that size. Somehow he got that size. It's not up to me, you know. But man, the, I would hope that if we ever met The Rock, Cody. That he's as nice as we hope he is. He absolutely is. Absolutely. I, I'm gonna, I I think that's gonna be true. I want to hold out that hope that he's not a jabroni. But man, he oh, he opened the Super Bowl. Because you know, the Rock's mic work is unparalleled. He it is. He's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. That's what it that's how he introduced one of the teams, the most electrifying team in sports. You're the champion of the Nash, the uh, AFC, uh, but he introduced the Rams first. You know, your hometown, and, and the place is going, ah! the place is going crazy. Everybody's screaming for the Rock, wearing a matching maroon 
outfit. A really tight maroon button-down shirt and tight maroon pants. I'm watching this as soon as we're done. Yes. His ink on full display. His guns fully loaded and blazoned. I wouldn't be surprised if he had oiled up right before the... uh, Just because. Again, if I looked like that, I'd be oiled all the time. I'd be completely slicked down, so any light that hits me glistens off me like an ocean's majesty. The the NFL calls the video guy from Fortnite with the most electrifying introduction in Super Bowl history. Maybe they can't legally say The Rock. (laughs) Or Dwayne Johnson. Because he doesn't go by The Rock anymore, does he? Uh, He does when he does wrestling stuff. When he does wrestling, yeah. The guy from Fortnite. Oh, oh, there's a website that said NFL trolls The Rock by referring to him as guy from Fortnite. Oh, that's not smart. That's weird. Yeah, if you just Google The Rock Super Bowl 2022. No, I mean, I've got the video. It's just really funny that he called himself the guy from Fortnite. But anyway, neither here nor there. Fans, how do we get on this? I don't know. Something about Kurt Angle. Oh, Kurt. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were getting wow. tips from your students. That's great. Right. Uh, and then we were talking Venmo. about, we're, we're we'll talking about, yeah, we were talking about great. angles. And you said, did you do Kurt Angle? And then we went off into a weird Kurt Angle, nice. Kurt Henning thing. And then The Rock and uh, how if you don't like The Rock, you're an ass. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. That's, but yeah, you suck. You suck. Big donkey. And his, his biceps are. They're. They're obscene. Unnecessary. Yeah, nobody, unless you're a real-life superhero, you don't need to be that big. But he is a real-life superhero. That's I thing. guess he, you know what? I was wrong. You're right. The Rock is a real-life superhero. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in some new superhero movie for DC. I forget who he's going to be. Uh, Black Adam. Black Adam. I don't know. See, I don't know the DC universe. I don't know the Black Adam. Me neither. I just know The Rock. <laughs> Can I, can, all right, can we stay on other uh, wrestling superheroes for just a minute? John Cena, his TV show is great. Peacemaker, it is great. I haven't watched the last episode, but it is great. He's hilarious. He is, John Cena is phenomenally funny in Peacemaker. He's got an eagle called Eagly. That's, (laughs) I know that's the writers putting that together, but he delivers it. He's just, he has, what I like about it is he's not even doing it with like with like a wink going, hey, I know I'm too cool for this. He's a hundred percent committed to this character. And it's and some emotion is coming through. So it, I think he's doing a really good who would have thought when you saw the Marine when he first was starting to act? Kind of like the rock. I look back at the rock now. Uh Walking Tall was on. One night as I was going to bed, and I was like, oh, I like The Rock. I'll put on Rocky. It's like, it's not even the same person. Yeah. It's like, like, and I know this, he just doesn't look the same at all. Now he's much bigger. He's much balder. It's weird to see him with hair in anything. You know? Just odd. So, yeah, John Cena uh, chasing The Rock for acting chops yeah well granted it's no the nanny uh like hulk hogan's babysitter movie but tooth fairy tooth fairy yeah 
Who was the man? Oh, there was a nanny one with Vin Diesel. Was oh God, no, yeah, no, no thanks. Wasn't that so? No. Man, we covered a lot of topics. We did. We felt mediocre about most of them, but I like that. Right. There were no. Uh, there was no rage really tonight. It's rage free, mm -hmm. uh, which is unusual. Mm -hmm. You know, you had pleasant experience in Mexico, uh, other than getting punched by a third grader. I didn't have anything to really. I wasn't really upset about too much. But next now week, wait till I... next next week after I've had to shovel, and then we will. We. I'm serious. Let's do this. I am. This will be my way of helping Shididarod. I love it. So we already have a hundred dollars from Mike. We'll figure out how you can, how people can actually pledge the money. We'll put the word out. We'll plug it all week on our various social media channels. And then next Tuesday I'll shave. All right. I'm <laughs> messaging my team about it right now. And if we will get tons of money, I'll shave my head. No, I won't. If I did it right, isn't until two weeks from now, I think. So right. technically we could do it two weeks from today. All right. If it takes me time to figure it, because I, yeah, I want. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah, let's. We'll keep you posted. A week right? or two. Keep yeah, that C note handy. It's either going to be next Tuesday or the Tuesday after. Yeah. So it'll next either be the twenty second or March first. Yeah, and if you if you donate to get to the yoga class next Tuesday, uh, we'll make sure that goes also towards the yeah. shaving. But yeah, uh, yeah next week I've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. That's this gonna is going to be excellent. Now, great. listen. You've played us for the fool many weeks in a row. That you were coming, you had big things. Mm -hmm. Oh, next week I got big things. Then next week came no big things. Are you bringing big things? Well, I have to, yeah, for sure. We, uh, hold on, I'm looking at, here we go. I have one story. I guess I got one quick story to take us home. Wow. Hold on. Before you get to your quick story, Carol threw a wrinkle in. Carol said there should be a bidding war between shaving the mustache and not shaving the mustache. All right, I like and whatever, that. I like that too. Whatever side raises the most, all of this can be yours, either right. in a dish or on my mug. All right, details next week, but also yes. follow the show page. Right. I can't wait. This is great. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right, one quick fun go. Maybe I could get Debbie drunk and let her shave it. And then you can see me get decapitated like one of those crazy uh, ISIS videos. <laughs> that might be weird. How much money can we get for that? I don't know. All right, uh, what's your what's your story? No, no, no. Yours I'm going to save it for next week, actually. Are you sure? It's going to turn into a whole discussion, probably. And, uh, okay. It'll be fun. But I, so I've got two. Yeah. There's a lot going on, Brian. All right. Well, there's make notes. So you don't forget all this stuff. Well, next Tuesday, I'm going to be exhausted because I, uh, have We're a gonna lot do of yoga with your baby. I've got a lot of work coming up. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Tell you all about it. It'll be great. I can't wait to hear tremendous. tremendous. Well on that, that's a big tease. Cody is going to have a lot of stories to tell. Keep track on the Facebook page. We will update you as soon as Cody talks to his team of fundraisers. Carol, your idea is in the hopper. I like that. That's uh, thank you. I like Carol. the bidding war. The shave side is already up to a hundred, though. Just so you know, Mike has already thrown down the gauntlet, and this is for real. This is not a stunt. This is to help the Greater Chicago Food Depository. So you know, we uh, we're all fortunate. We have food. 
There's people who don't. So let's help them out. We'll see. And if my face, if shaving my face uh, will do it at least a little bit, then we'll figure out some more big stunts. Um, but yes, so keep track of that. Cody, anything else to plug before we uh, head out? No. All right. Actually, Cody? I will say, due to production reasons that I'll explain next week, this month, there are several episodes of my award-winning science podcast, Curiosity Daily, that I am completely hosting solo. Oh. Uh, I recorded and produced them all. Uh, just me. And uh, frankly, they kick ass. They're, nice. Uh, and I, look, I love my co-host. I have an enormous amount of respect for her. She just announced on Twitter yesterday yes. that she's expecting. Very nice. A baby. Not, not something else. The end of that sentence is a baby. So she's pregnant. It's <laughs> really exciting. No, Ashley's awesome. But in four years of doing the show, I had never had the op. I mean, it was always the two of us. We've, I literally had never done a single solo episode. And so, uh, you know, you've heard me many times with Brian. You've heard me many times with Ashley. If you listen to that show, haven't heard a whole lot of just me. And I, dude, I've worked my butt off to like nice perfect those episodes. And, uh, I finished producing them a while, like several weeks ago. And then last week it was like Thursday. I'm like, I'm going to listen to Wednesday and Thursday's episodes. And I did. And I was like, I'm happy with this. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm much more palatable when I can edit every word that comes out of my mouth, which That's is why always I nice. I retook uh, like 30% of both episodes three times <laughs> and just kept replaced. I'm like, no, I didn't like this. You know, re-record. It was great. <laughs> So anyway, check out Curiosity Daily, curiositydaily.com. Yeah. Very nice. All right. That's do it. Curiositydaily.com. Check out Cody solo hosting the Curiosity Daily podcast. And this Saturday on the uh, 19th of February, year of our Lord, 2022, you can hear me on WTMJ from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, lots of big things happening next week. Keep track of the on the uh, show Facebook page, and uh, we'll let you know what's going on there. Don't forget to tell your friends. Follow us, like, subscribe, follow, touch, talk, whatever it is. Uh, do it all. And uh, I got nothing else. Cody? Uh, I'm good. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. Oh, we forgot to do it again. What did we forget to do? You, you, you always do your bye. Oh, I'm still texting to try and figure out this. Well, bit more, but, but bye. <laughs>